Hey there, it's Joel with Pat's Zion Podcast. Welcome back to the program. We are doing things a little bit different today, old school style, audio only. Thanks for joining in. You can always find us over at patthezion.com or, of course, here on our YouTube channel if you're watching the video today. And just a couple minutes of thought this morning, uh, talking about discernment in an age of deception. Let's read three verses that you already see here on the screen. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7, Think over what I say, for Yahweh will give you understanding in everything. Proverbs fifteen twenty one: Folly is a joy to him who lacks sense, but a man of understanding walks straight ahead. Psalm 119, 66, Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. The word of Elohim is full from cover to cover of endless examples of our need for counsel, our need for discernment, our need to depend upon and thereby first know the the value of what the scriptures say. The, the, the righteous men who have gone before us, including Yeshua Messiah himself, the utmost example, were absolutely dependent upon the written scriptures, the words of our Creator that were mysteriously penned by the hands of men and recorded and preserved, although somewhat tainted on the way to get to us these thousands of years later, we still have copies of of these incredible words from our Father, words to live by, words to know, words to apply to our life. Why? Because, friends, we live in an age of great deception, and we are in need of discernment. So here's some things I wrote this morning, just some commentary towards this. Of course, we could have made a very lengthy list of of scriptures about this, and these were just a tiny handful, of course. But years ago, I used to do some buying and um, reselling of cars uh, for profit. I would flip vehicles, buy them at a really good price, do some uh, reconditioning work on them, sell them for profit. Now, I thoroughly enjoyed doing this, and I made decent money along the way when I would do this, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago now. Um, But with the present condition of my business, which is not doing really well um, in present moment, I've been considering doing this again, flipping vehicles for profit, um, out of necessity, really. Um, And as I've looked more into it present day, like this moment right now, I've been amazed at how much this specific market has changed as far as car sales. I always, I still work in automotive sales industry, um, but I haven't really looked into personally buying vehicles to sell them myself um, for a good while. Um, but listings, when you look at public listings that are all over the internet, of course, they're they're overflowing with deception. Um I would venture to guess, even this is a strong number I know, that likely 75% of these listings are not even legitimate whatsoever. Um, I have, have, of course, by looking into this and paying attention to certain things, I've picked up on these predictable patterns, and and I can usually spot them relatively easily. Um, But at times it's tricky, and there's some very creative people out there to create these these false listings that that are meant to deceive um, vulnerable individuals who are not discerning, just even according to natural things. But I was thinking more on this issue this morning as I started my day and in the natural, and I moved it over into the spiritual. Um, and the patterns of humanity have equally continued on in like manner of what I have seen in this this car industry. I would say that 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 whether it's news, um, politics, 
this, this matrix of reality that we all live within in, in one level or another, whether we like to admit it or not, one had better increase their level of discernment or else we're all going to be deceived, conned, hoodwinked is a word that some of us may remember hearing in days past. Now, religion is, of course, of no exception in most arenas of belief. Testing all things according to the scriptures has gone out the window entirely. You, you just don't do that anymore. I met with a brother for lunch yesterday, and we just kind of joked and laughed. And, of course, there is a, a, um, a, a lighthearted approach to this, but the, but the issue at hand is really a, a serious, sober manner, which is so many gatherings are saying the service was, quote, so good, we didn't even need our Bibles. And, and that just presents a question of concern, of caution, especially in an age where the Berean approach is completely lacking, as we talk about here on the program a lot. The Bereans received with excitement, with joy, with anticipation, a new word, if you will, a new understanding, a new consideration, yes. And they ran to the word of Elohim, the recorded scriptures, the Torah and the prophets, to confirm that it was in fact truth. And if it was not, it did not remain and it wasn't tolerated as as anything that would be considered. Now, now in this age, however, lacking discernment in an age of deception, this is becoming increasingly more and more rare. Myself included, we are ignorant of what the Torah and the prophets foretold, and it has to be in the mouth of two witnesses to be considered true. We, we do not know what was foretold. We do not understand rightly even what we know, and we thereby apply it incorrectly. And therefore, we here today are postured and set up to be deceived because we're lacking the proper discernment to understand rightly what in the world the scriptures are foretelling of the age that we now live in and a pattern that was set and repeated and repeated time and time and time again. Now, most everything, even in unexpected places, in, in religion today, in belief systems, much is up to one's own personal discretion, emotions, feelings, and whatever the majority says in a gathering or in a, in a denomination, that goes, that presides over what the Spirit is saying truly that must be what? Proven. It must be tested. We are told endlessly to discern the spirits. Just because we feel something does not mean it is the spirit of holiness. It does not mean that it is the set-apart spirit. As I say all the time, many people in this culture today, many people on the earth are very, very spiritual, but that does not mean they are moved, controlled by the set-apart spirit, Holy Spirit. We have to be a people who discern. We cannot merely lock arms anymore with someone who claims to be our brother, who claims to be our sister, and says, hey, we all serve the same Jesus. We all walk according to the same spirit. As hard and as harsh as this sounds, friend, that is becoming less and less true, less applicable when we look at other people who are just casually walking along, following possibly, possibly, a false spirit, a false Messiah that does not lead to what the Torah and the prophets said was true for 
Yahweh's set-apart people. So consider this today, some, some cold water on your face. Wake up, sleeper. Shake off the slumber. Wipe off the sleep from your eyes. May we see clearly. I'm going to challenge you to think through all that you will be presented today, all that you will be presented tomorrow about your family, about your beliefs, about what you think is just maybe even heresy. But if someone's believing uh, along the lines that disagrees with what you believe with, but are clinging to what the scriptures say, friend, I'm just going to say in humility, you had better consider it. Do not slam the door on a scriptural consideration from another individual that may be presenting something to you that is for your good and are and and unless we have eyes to see according to the discernment of the spirit in this age of deception we will miss what is true so i say that to say this and we bring this to a close today take the necessary time to make decisions according to the word Think through what you are being presented. Examine it. Consider it. Don't rush. Don't move in haste. Don't move out void of discernment and just wishful thinking. Or, well, I guess, I guess that person loves the Lord. Friend, it is, this, is a, this is a time to be sober, to be awake, to be alert. So, today it may merely be making a bad financial decision. But friend, tomorrow may be something that's life and death. It may not be tomorrow. It may be hundreds of years from now. It may be my son's son's son's. I don't know. I don't claim to know. But either way, devour the scriptures. Learn. Mature, friend. Walk in the likeness of righteous men that went before us, that we can read and say, this is the way to walk. And of course, none more than our Messiah, Yeshua, the firstborn of many brethren, the, the physical, human example of his Father. There is a way to walk in all things, everything. Nothing is excluded. So, friend, today I urge you to take the time to discern and know what that way to walk is. We will be talking about this in a little bit more deeper measure in a multi-part series coming up, examining Yeshua and his temptations when he's taken up in Matthew chapter 4. It's going to be a good time to talk about these things. How do we do this? How do we walk as men who are rightly empowered, rightly empowered, not taking authority upon ourselves, not walking in anything that we possess individually, so that we can be victorious, that must begin by adding these things to our life so that we, what? Carry discernment in an age of deception. Deception is here, friend. It's not coming. It's here. Full strength. Be alert. Be ready. You've been listening to the Path to Zion podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Join into the discussion. Have a good day. Be blessed. Amen.